Yo, 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 happy Monday, June 6th, 6-6, you know, I remember, uh, 6-6-0-6, 6-6-6, uh-oh, everybody be careful today, it's 6-6-6, it's, it's the day of the devil, and I was like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, fuck you, and then, um, later that day, I was at school in the parking lot, and, uh, I went to get something out of the trunk, that I needed, I went back and I sat in the, they had this nice, I don't know what you, like a big atrium kind of thing. And I, I, I liked it because there was a little bit of hustle and bustle. There were, you know, people coming and going a lot, students, professors, etc. But it wasn't super loud because nobody was like stopping to hang out and loiter. You know, nobody was lingering for too long. So you didn't get a lot of like, you know, there were some other tables there, but it was, Okay. Because it wasn't as quiet as the library. I find the library almost more distracting because it's supposed to be very quiet. Sometimes it's almost too quiet. And then if you do hear somebody talking, which the only people talking in the library back in, in business school, the only people talking in the library were the uh, the employees, the librarians. And they were fucking loud. The rest of you know, the students and everything were just sitting quietly at their computers and whatnot. Anyway. But I went and I sat and I did, did some bunch of work getting ready for my next class. And then it's like, okay, well, it's almost class time. I'm going to put this thing back in my, tr- whatever, books or something back in my trunk. I'm done with this homework and now I got to get these books for this class. And uh, and I went out to the car to to open the trunk. And I'm like, hey, where's my, where's my key? <laughs> mm, not good. Uh, and then I... Yeah, I locked it. I left my key in the trunk is the story, really. And I went to my class. I had AAA. I had some guy come with his little Jimmy Bar crowbar thing. And he fucking sticks it in the... And then the, the alarm starts going off and he can't get the door open. I mean, at least I, I felt good knowing, like, all right, well, this... It was a, it was a 2000 Lexus. It's very secure. And I had only had it for less than a year at this point, so it was just still in really good shape. Uh, and then, so I had to. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think I think my dad had to come all the way to Albany and pick me up after my class, which was fun. I just kind of stood there next to the car because I think the school was locked at this point. And uh, yeah, so I, 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 you know, I went home. And I don't even remember what happened. I, I The next day, I went to the place, the dealership where I got the car and asked if they had a spare key, and they didn't. And the girl was a real huge bitch. I remember that. Like, she was – it was so strange. Like, she was very nice. She's like, hey, how can I help you? I'm like, I was just wondering. I, I You know, I bought this car last August from you guys. I only had one key. It's probably a long shot, but do you have a, another key for this car? I locked my key in the trunk. And she's like, oh, well, hold on. And then she goes and she's like, she starts like kind of rustling through like this fishbowl of keys. And I'm like, oh, God, this place is really on the up and up. They're, they are long out of business, by the way. They're long gone. Long since, I geez, I, I, I don't think they were around for more than a year after that. Maybe two. Uh, so anyway, she's like she's looking in the fishbowl for the keys. And then she's like. And then she just comes out and she dumps the whole fishbowl of keys onto the counter where I was standing. And she's like, yeah, you can just look yourself. I'm like, yeah, I would have gladly done that. You don't have to be fucking rude. I just, you know, I'm asking a question and you don't have to. 
And I was like, wow, <laughs> fucking attitude. So what I ended up doing was I went to, uh, I guess I went to the Toyota dealership or something. Oh, no, there was a Lexus dealership. That was it. There was a Lexus dealership in town. And I went to the Lexus dealership. And uh, and they, I gave him the VIN and all that. And he was able to make me a spare key. Now, this key was good to get into the doors. It couldn't get me into the trunk, though. So I was able to get in. And, and, and I hit the trunk release button in the glove box. No dice. It's not opening. And I'm like, I, I don't know what to do now. I don't know what to do. And so, like, the whole, you know, I went to school and did all that stuff. And then eventually I realized that in the in the glove box there is a little button that you have to push so that you can, I don't know why, but turn on or turn off the trunk release. Like, okay. And that little button had been set to off. <laughs> so I pushed the little button and then I hit the trunk release and I heard pop. And there was the trunk open and there were my keys right on the thing. And that was the story of 666. <laughs> and then 666, because it carried over to the next day. Anyway, uh, they make it sort of impossible to do that now, which is good. I, I do, I wasn't a big fan of the key fob at first. Um, and there, there are some, you know, there's some pros and cons. Like the key fob sucks because you have to be mindful of the batteries. Uh, my mom has a key fob for a car that she's had for, geez, 10 years or so. And, uh, which is also a Lexus and you can't, uh, yeah, she had it. She had something happen where I think she was even at a store. I think she had like, she had gone to the store and came back out, couldn't get the car to start because the key fob battery had completely died between, between driving the car to the store Going to the store or Costco or something and coming out. Sorry, could you say that again? I'm not. Ta- I'm not fucking talking to you, goddamn idiot! Jesus Christ! Why do you think that I'm talking? I'm not talking to you, fucking moron. Ugh. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so then again, my dad had to go pick her up and take her to the, you know get the battery and all this stuff. So it's a good thing my my dad always seems to be around, which is great to have these. Uh, <laughs> these pickups many a time as i've mentioned previously uh, ad nauseum on this podcast my dad has been the one to come and uh, pick me up from the side of the road or someplace whether it was roy the trucker driving me around glens falls or the denny's uh manager letting me sit in his car with him all kinds of fun stuff i i just feel i feel like back in those days like every car i had i was just terrified of every car because they all seemed, uh, you know, like when you're a teenager, what do you get? You get the cars, you get the hand-me-down cars, and they're great cars. I mean, some of them, not so much, but some were. Like, my grandmother's 89 Park Ave Electra was a fucking beautiful car. I wish I, I wish I still had that thing. It was just, oh, wonderful car. Um, <laughs> which, of course, I... <laughs> Which, of course, the last time I was in a, an accident of any kind was 1999, and I totaled the car. Oh, oh that was a horrible, sad day. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know what I'm talking about. Cars. Yeah, but you, I always had, like, these hand-me-down cars, and I would always get nervous, like, because inevitably 
they were going to like stall. I don't know how many times I was like, I'd stall out at a traffic light or I could feel the car like sputtering and not because it was out of gas, but because like something else. And I could just feel like uh, that kind of thing. I'm like, oh God, here we go. And you try to hit the gas and the light's not turning green. I'm like, come on, don't stall. And then the light turns green. I'm like, all right, go people. And I hit the gas and like it goes through and then I, and then I get to the next light and it just goes, and then I'm stuck at the, and luckily I never had it where it just stopped completely. And I was able to like start it back up at the intersection, but Jesus, there was some, there was some scary fucking moments. So many scary moments. I haven't had any of those really since, uh, really my Lexus was the last one that gave me scary moments because I, and that's my fault that car. I should have traded that car in long before I did. I mean, that was a car that I bought in 2005 that came out in 1999, and I drove it until 2017, and it had almost 300,000 miles on it. Up and down the East Coast, I can't even tell you how many times. <laughs> uh, many, many moves, uh, many, 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 many commutes, two years worth of commutes to Boston and back. I mean, that'll, that'll take its toll on, on the best of cars. Uh, and that's really probably the latest I should have had that car. I should have sold it right around the time that we moved here. R- within like a month or so, I should have just gotten rid of that thing before winter and traded it in for just a reliable, uh, you know, the thing that I ended up trading it for, which was a 2014 Camry, and it was just fine. Not the best car, not the worst car, reliable car, you know, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> but, but luckily, yeah, I don't have... Well, except for except for last winter, as I documented, uh, when my when my sensors were going crazy for the tire having no air and saying, but that ended up just being nothing. So, and that that didn't worry me because I'm like I'm you know I'm not on a highway and it's like I don't think there's actually anything wrong with the tires. It's like I, they filled with air. What else do you want from me? It was just one of those weird winter cold went from warmer to very cold to very whatever in a short amount of time and it fucked up the stuff i don't know anyway uh so it's monday six six twenty two and as of this recording i have not posted a cup there's only one or two podcasts i believe i recorded last week that i need to put up on the old thing and i will get to that as soon as i can uh some good news i did order a new computer uh, I'm just like, we have computers, uh, you know, I have an, a MacBook that's about five years old and it works fine. It just doesn't have any storage and I can't, I just like, it says all this stuff. Oh, you get this apps and this thing takes up the storage. And I, it's like, I, I don't, I, I don't want to fuck with the, the thing. Cause it's like, I, I always get nervous cause it's connected to stuff in the cloud. So it's like, well, if I delete them here, does that mean I'm just deleting them from the cloud, like photos and stuff? So just like that, the, the Jim Gaffigan bit, right? <laughs> like, you you know, back in the old days, you had photo albums. Now you just have different computers sitting in closets. Like, oh, that computer has our uh, 1995 to 1997 uh, vacation photos and holidays. <laughs> and this one has, uh, oh, that's got some wedding photos on it because that's the next, that's the computer we had in 1999. Anyway, yeah. So a new computer uh, you know, it's got the one terabyte and it's got the 16 RAM and it's got the, all the bullshit, the M1 processor and all that crap. Um, 
but but I got it, you know, not just to have a new computer because then the, in the in the MacBook that I have, it's like the shift key on the left side doesn't you have to you have to push it down with all your might to get it to work. And it's just it's just annoying. Everything about it is just annoying. I can't I don't know if I have for the last like two years it wants me to install the latest software and I have I don't know, the last software update I put on that computer was probably like 2018, 2019. And it still runs fine, but eventually, you know, that's gonna that's gonna catch up to me. Um so yeah, so I have a new computer on Friday and uh and a, a big purpose was hey, we don't have like a good computer. Uh, for the family, and so now we will. And also, yeah, I kind of, I kind of, you know, I, I record stuff on the phone because it's easy. But it would be nice to occasionally sit down and record something in GarageBand and do other stuff. The kids haven't been able to make music. I mean, it's just you know, there's a lot of things. So, okay, let's let's get something going here. Let's get a new computer and <laughs> fill up, <laughs> fill that up. It'll take a while to fill that one terabyte with songs and podcasts and so forth. Uh, anyway, and I've got a nice external thing that works too that has a terabyte. Two terabytes maybe. And I think it's like half. I don't even know. So many fucking videos, so many photos. It's crazy. So, yeah, so hopefully, you know, because it would be nice to like do a do a podcast like I used to, you know, like sit down with a real microphone and put my cans on and <laughs> and do a podcast although I do like just talking into the phone because you get my you get my normal voice when I'm talking into the phone when I put the headphones on and I get on the microphone on the computer and I can hear myself in my own ear and I just and it makes me it just makes me want to talk like this hey how's it going everybody Hey, great to see you. Hey, yeah. Ooh, it's the podcast. And this is how I talk. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we'll see. But it should it should make things honestly, a big reason why I don't post the podcast as quickly as I used to is because that goddamn shift key. Because it's such a pain in the fucking ass to put type a capital letter and I use the right shift key like a moron or I plug in a you know an ancillary keyboard which is stupid I sit there taking notes and minutes and things on PTO calls with a goddamn <laughs> with an extra I mean a mouse that's one thing it's good to have a, a, a not just use the trackpad because that's annoying so yeah fine I've got the I've got the Apple mouse and I got a you know, some third-party keyboard that uh, plugs into the Bluetooth, hooks into the Bluetooth, connects to the Bluetooth, and uh, and it works fine. But it's like, what am I doing here? I've got this laptop, and I need all this extra room for a keyboard, and I can't I can't type on the regular. It's just so annoying, and that's a big yeah. That's like half of it. It's just knowing that I have to like type stuff in to post the podcast and everything, and that I just don't have a a good working shift key. So. Anyway, but I've got the this new one. I've got the whole like, you know, the Best Buy plan, which includes Apple Care. It's Best Buy, but it somehow includes Apple Care, and it's somehow half the price of Apple Care. So I've got the full Geek Squad, all that shit, and it's Geek Squad coverage for other things. So like, yeah, buy a new TV and want to have it mounted on the wall. They'll come and do that. It's, it's all good stuff, all good things. So I'm I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, what else? Yeah, so we got that coming. We've got the 
a big Paul McCartney concert Tuesday. And I'm, already, I'm, I'm doing exactly what I do every time I have anything that I have to go to. I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't wait for this to be over. It's one of those, like, I'm going to do it because, like, how often do you get this chance? A bunch of New York friends went out to Syracuse to the Carrier Dome or whatever it's called now. It's called something else, like some cell phone naming rights. I don't even know. Uh, and saw him. Yeah, it's which is interesting. Like, wow, he went. Like, no New York City. He's going to a lot of other big cities. I think Boston. Uh, I think there's a Baltimore is the next after. He only has, like, he has two Boston dates, Tuesday and Wednesday. Then he's going to Baltimore and something. I don't even know. Not I, I don't know. I, clearly, he strategically placed these things to where, like, as many people can get to him. But with having to have getting needing as few dates as possible is would be my guess. Because look, I don't care who you are. I don't care how rich and famous you are. I don't care that you have the best care and the best doctors and the best lifestyle, eating habits, everything else. Yeah, Paul McCartney can still rock out on the stage and he makes albums all the time and he's you know just fucking nonstop. But the dude's still like eighty years old almost. <laughs> So I don't care who you are. It's that that would be exhausting for anyone. Like the thought for me, just the thought of like having to go. If I was a had to go one place. I mean, five years ago, four years ago, I had to go to Omaha for about five or six weeks, and it was the most dreadful thing. That's a little bit different because it's working, and I it was just a whole. It was a nightmare. Um, because they brought me out there only to find out that they brought an entire consulting team from a different company to come out and do the things that I was going to do. So I had like I had no real purpose, but I would just I would latch on to some things here and there and it was oh it was the most awkward like yeah, like oh my god, they don't need me out here. They did and then they brought in this other consulting firm without con- telling my consulting firm and so now I'm like oh my god. So anyway, uh it was dreadful. So I imagine even touring for like a month. I mean, this this Paul McCartney tour, I think it's less than two months start to finish. I think it started at the end of April. And he had a bunch of, few dates during May. He's got a few dates in June. He had Syracuse the other night. He's got Boston tomorrow on Wednesday. And then a few days later, Baltimore. And then I still can't remember what the last stop is. I feel like it's like in ten, like Knoxville, Tennessee or some weird thing. But he's done, I, th- I think, June 16th. Like, he's done. And then that's it. And then probably another who knows how many years until Paul McCartney goes back on tour. And honestly, who knows if Paul McCartney, like, I'm not saying he won't go on tour. But, you know, when a guy gets into his 80s, you do you do wonder. I mean, I'm sure he'll, it's not to say he won't do live performances. He's obviously in great shape as far as I can tell. Uh but yeah, this is the windows closing on on times and, and opportunities to see Paul. This is his first time in Boston since 2016, which I don't remember him coming here in 2016. I probably wasn't paying attention. Um, but yeah, it's it's like okay, <laughs> so it took six years for him to come back. If it takes another six years, like he's gonna be pushing. He's gonna be in his mid 80s. He's gonna be like 85 by then. 85 86 the next time he comes back and even if he does like what's you know what's that concert gonna look like so 
We're going to see him do a full set list. The kids are not excited at all. They they do realize and they understand and they appreciate like what they are going to witness, but not fully, right? Like only to a certain extent. Um so but I'm but but regardless of all that, it's just like it's a Tuesday night. You know, if it was a, if it was a Friday or a Saturday, like, okay, whatever. Whatever. I'm glad it's a Tuesday because it doesn't it won't it won't it won't interfere with my weekend plans of doing absolutely nothing. But it's it's still just one of those like oh god. We got to get there and we got to park somewhere and then we got to get on the tee. And then we got to go to the Fenway and then we got to get all the people and it's going to be a huge crowd. And then you got to get to your seats and then oh you got to get get some snacks and food and then you got to uh this and that. And uh and then after, and then even worse than that is afterwards. Like I'm, I'm plan. I have a certain parking area that I'm hoping I can find a spot. And then that way, because that way, I mean, oh my gosh, the the green line come out of a Red Sox game or a concert after at Fenway. Oh, oh man, oh man, it's a fucking, <laughs> it's a shit show. And so, yeah, no thanks. Like, the, just the notion of, like, okay, waiting uh, with how many tens of thousands of people that just came from this concert all packing into – now, not everybody's taking the green line, but still. So I have a strategically placed spot that I hope I can get, which will allow us to easily take the T to Fenway. But then if it's, like, way too jam-packed coming from Fenway, then whatever. We can walk if we need to, and it won't be that that treacherous of a walk. Uh, and I'll probably let the kids stay home from school the next day, which will be fine because we'll all be very tired, and I won't want to get up early to take them to school anyways. There's a, f- a fucking two weeks left. Like, what, you know, what are we doing here? I Unfortunately, the wife may still have to get up at, at 545 <laughs> <laughs> to go to work the next day but hey she's got a she's got a week and a half or so left and then she's on summer vacation too so all good uh yeah so that's what's coming up we're going to see jurassic world in imax on friday i have no like i love the original jurassic park i have no interest in any jurassic park like anything that has followed I've seen bits and pieces of those movies. I've tried to watch the ones with Chris Pratt, who I fucking can't stand. But even when I could kind of stand him, I still couldn't stand him in that movie. And I just couldn't I just couldn't watch it. But obviously they've got some old faces coming back. And uh, you know, and whatever. It's a it's a big summer blockbuster. It's been two years, right, since we've had like big summer. It's been three years. Since we've had like a regular season of like big movies coming out in the theater, blockbuster action movies, like big summer stuff. So, you know what? We're going to, we're doing the IMAX thing. <laughs> and then for, for other stuff, we'll, we'll certainly go to the drive ins as much as we can. Uh, but right now, the IMAX is, we went, we, we saw Top Gun on Friday. That's another movie I hate. I fucking, I can't fully put into words how much i hate top gun like the original top gun i fucking hate every second of that movie i hate all of it i don't give a shit about goose and the Iceman and maverick and all that you know 
writing checks your ass can't cash. I, I, I just I hate it. I hate the dialogue. I hate everything about it. I hate them. Uh, it's 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 honestly embarrassing to watch. And it was embarrass. I thought it was embarrassing when I was a kid, and I would see it on TV. You know, it would come on HBO or something, and I'd like, oh, I can't watch this piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> but man, the 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 commercials. I had no intention of seeing the new Top Gun. I'm like, um, I'll see it when it's on the streaming thing. But goddamn, I just started. I was like, oh, those those flying scenes just look so good, though. That's like, uh, that looks really good. And we can go maybe see it on the IMAX, which would be really cool. And so we did. And it was, man, I fucking, I really enjoyed that movie. I mean, it's still cheesy, still has a lot of crappy dialogue. and But it was, you know, I, listen, I unapologetically love Tom Cruise. I know he's a freakazoid. I know he's insane. I know he's a nut. And he's into the whole Scientology and all that crazy stuff. And Katie Holmes. And it just, he's a weird guy. We don't know. We don't get to see a lot of Tom Cruise. And when we do, like, he's fucking weird. And, uh, you know, jumping on Oprah's couch and all that, all that shit. But God damn it, that man makes a fine action film. I mean, my God. Mission Impossible, the, the newer Mission Impossibles. Those first ones, like, no thanks. But the, the more recent ones, they're just, oh, they're so good. They're just so fun. It's just any of that shit with him. It's just, he's like, I, I, I feel like I'm repeating myself. I love Vanilla Sky. That's a movie that I, I've, I've talked about this already. I, I'm, I'm hearing myself and I'm saying, yeah, I've already talked about this. But anyway, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Tom Cruise's <laughs> movies anyways. Uh, the person, probably not so much, but I just, I'm like, ah, oh, it's good. And just the fact that he's pushing 60 and he ages backwards somehow he looks better in 2022 top gun than he did in 1986 top gun it's like un, it's unreal and it looks great in the imax it sounded great it was just like oh boy it was the kid's first time at the imax and they were just like ah, we don't care yeah it's a big screen so what and then we went there and afterwards they were like yeah that was awesome and i yesterday i said hey anybody up for seeing jurassic park <laughs> next friday at the imax yeah all right let's do it uh the only problem on friday was that there was a huge accident like a five car <laughs> smashy smashy in the middle of the highway and we got there and we still made it like it was actually fine. We got there. We got our popcorn and everything else and uh, and got up to the IMAX and sat down uh, just as like the last couple of previews were ending. So I'm like, okay. And they had a preview for Buzz Lightyear, and I thought, ah, I have no particular interest in seeing Buzz Lightyear, but boy, oh, boy, I'll bet that's going to be on the IMAX. So now, now we have the kids have a taste for IMAX. After and the ch- chunkies, the chunkies movie screen is like picture in picture by comparison. <laughs> chunkies is cheap. That's why we go to chunkies. Movie tickets are like I don't even know five something. It's so I, I, I honestly I feel like it's it's such a it's so low. Obviously, you're gonna pay for the food and the soda and all the bullshit when you get there, but honestly not much not a heck of a lot different than what you're paying uh, just for some basic snacks at other movie theaters so 
Chunkies is a nice, affordable. It's just like the drive-ins. Those are good, affordable ways to see movies. But it's not, it's not the optimum way to see a movie. It's not, it's not the way to see a movie and say, wow, that was the best audio and visual experience that I've ever had. No, it's just like this is a way to see a movie and enjoy it and not have to pay a ton of money to see it. And the IMAX is just fucking great. So it had been a long time. It's almost like almost 20 years since I went to an IMAX. <laughs> we Kimmy and I went to the IMAX in Montreal and we saw Chicago of all things to see on an IMAX. And it was huge. It was really big. But it's like, why are why are we seeing this on IMAX? <laughs> this, this, is, this is not a very good movie. And also, uh, it's like, why do they waste IMAX on it? Like, who cares? But it was cool. Uh, yeah, and so now, and I didn't even realize, I didn't even realize we had an IMAX like 25 minutes away. I thought there was, I thought maybe like 30 minutes towards Boston. I know there's a few. I thought we had to go to Burlington, that area, Woburn or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I thought that's the closest IMAX, but there's one up in New Hampshire in uh, some fucking place. I don't even know. It's Apple Cinemas. It used to be Cinemagic, and I guess it's these Apple Cinemas now. And there's a closer Apple Cinemas, but they don't have an IMAX. I'm actually surprised Nashua doesn't have an IMAX. But then again, Nashua doesn't really have... <laughs> Oddly enough, Nashua has everything else. They don't really have movie theaters. I mean, they have Chunkies. The mall doesn't have a movie theater. And just on the other side of the state line, about it's five minutes from here... We've got the nice AMC with the big cushy reclining electric chairs and all that stuff. And that is a fun experience because it's so goddamn comfortable. Um, so that's that. But it's technically in Massachusetts. Yeah. I, I, there's this Ashley Home Furnishings that's going out of business, this big furniture store that was always in a terrible location. I would say to the kids, like, I, if anybody wants to go to Ashley Home Furnishings, we should go soon because I don't think that place – I can't imagine that place does any business. And now they're now they're going out of business. And I, I thought, well, two things would be really good there, a Dave & Buster's or an IMAX. <laughs> now, I don't know this. I mean, it's a furniture store. Furniture stores are big. So you could probably – even if you just made it like strictly an IMAX theater with like maybe maybe three theaters – and that's it, if that's all you can fit. Or maybe you have an upper level or something. I don't know. But uh, there's, there seems to be ample parking. And uh, that's – Dave & Buster's would be a nightmare because the traffic would just be, oh, my God, so horrendous. Between the BJ's gas station and Ashley Home Furnishings and the future Costco location that's going to be behind those things, it's just going to – you might as well just like everybody buy an electric scooter. Speaking of which, I was coming home from whatever the hell I was coming home from, getting the car washed on Saturday. I don't even know. BJ's? I don't know what I did Saturday morning. Oh, I took my, I took my car to Toyota for the inspection. Had a delicious hot dog. He makes the best hot dogs there. The Upper Deck Cafe. I, I, not, I might not have chosen that name, but still, it's very, very, oh, it was so good. And the girl there made pizza. Delicious. It was great. Uh, and what was I talking about? Coming home 
Mm, oh, yeah. So I you know, went and got a few things here and there, and I came home, and my upstairs neighbors were coming out, and they were getting on these electric scooters. And I said, ooh, that's cool. Look at that, electric scooters. How do you like them? Yeah, they're good. Um, and then they mentioned that they – uh, they get like they can get like a forty-five mile range. They can go forty-five miles before they need to charge up. Like that's pretty goddamn good. And they said, yeah. So instead, so they're like, yep, we've got our backpacks and we're taking our scooters to Costco to get groceries, and then we're gonna ride our scooters back home. Like holy shit, was a little dangerous. Uh, just riding down the Daniel Webster Highway, but still, like that's that's pretty cool. Although I do say, like, all right, then then what do you do with your scooters when you get there? You have to, like, <laughs> you put them in your shopping cart? <laughs> like, fold them up and just put them underneath your cart? Do you ride the scooters around Costco? I don't know. Anyway, that's what, that's what we all should be riding. We should all have, like, this. Uh, it's just uh, this country originally was made for horse and buggy. So everything was right. If you lived in a city, it was all right there. Then the car came along, and so most of this country was built for cars. And that's how you got the suburbs. You were either way out in little rural areas where you had, uh, you know, maybe your little little general store and other things, and you had like a milk delivery, all that stuff, farms. You know, you got your stuff from farms. Or you lived in the city where everything was either walking distance or... Uh, a subway or a trolley or something, you know, streetcar, what have you. And, uh, and now it's all obviously cars. And instead of, instead of investing in the infrastructure of this country, well, you know, imagine if we had like high speed, like this whole network of high speed rails. Can you imagine that? If you just had access to a, a great rail system. Anyway, <laughs> but I dream. Uh, so, yeah, so obviously the suburbs were invented somewhere along the way, somewhere in like the 50s, you know, when everybody everybody had a car after the war. And then that's the, the suburbs sprouted up and people moved out of the city and they were able to go, oh, this is nice. I got a big yard and all that stuff. Great. But now you have to drive to the more populated areas to get things. And so now the, the whole place is just, it's made for automobiles, which is fine because that's still our primary mode of transportation. But it would be great if we could figure – so now we have all these electric fun things. Now, obviously, we're not going to – you know, you're not going to take the uh, electric scooter on the big family vacation to Florida or something, but uh, bring it with you, but you're not going <laughs> to use it to get there. Uh, but, boy, can you imagine if there was just just high-speed rails going up and down the East Coast, like New York to Miami, New York to Orlando – New York to D.C., Boston to New York, Boston to Orlando, Boston, I mean, New York to L.A., and everything in between, Chicago. If you could just get on a train, a high-speed rail, and in a fraction of the time that it would take you to drive there, and maybe maybe not much, maybe slightly longer than the time it would take you to fly there with much less hassle of getting to the airport and all that stuff. I mean, it's just, oh, my God. It's incredible. You see all these, you know, these other countries with their where their high speed rails. I was like, oh, okay. And then you look at the train tracks out here. <laughs> all aboard! 
Leaving to Bar, New York, 8.15 should be there by next Wednesday. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so anyway, so yeah, we so, 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 so we saw Top Gun. The kids really enjoyed it. We'll be back to see Jurassic Park. What else? Not much else. I'm just. I just needed to talk. It's. It's sometimes I just. You know. It's what you have to do. And it's been a while. It seems. So here I am talking. And uh, I assure you that when the new computer arrives, I don't know how much podcasting I will be doing on that computer. Um. I'll still probably primarily just talk into the phone. And maybe maybe I can just talk into the computer without needing uh, a, a ni- the nice microphone plugged in because I keep hearing about the great great sound and great this and all the other things. And uh, so maybe I can just talk like I'm talking into the phone and it'll be a similar quality. That would be nice. Uh, is that it? Is that about it? I guess that's about it. I saw somebody walking their cat this morning on a leash, stopping in the mulch to try and get Kitty to make bathroom. <laughs> Make bathroom, kitty. Oh, interesting. So that that cat doesn't seem to want to take any orders. Wow, that's so that's so unlike cats. They're usually quite obedient. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's so that's what's up. Uh, is there anything else going on? Probably. Yeah, we got Paul McCartney. I'll be happy to see it, but I'll be happy when it's over. <laughs> It's just so, you know, just, oh, got to get there and got to get there. You got to do this. You got to do. I almost wish, like, oh, shit, we probably should have just gone to Syracuse <laughs> on Saturday, gone to the Carrier Dome. But you know what? That's a, that's an experience. You know, I love, I've seen one concert at Fenway and it was great. It's just, it's such a cool place to see a concert. So I'm, I'm excited for it. And uh, it's fucking, it's Paul McCartney. Uh, anything else? No, not really. There's not much else. I feel like I wanted it. Yeah, Celtics, big win Thursday. What a fourth quarter that was. And then Sunday, uh, not so not so great <laughs> for the Celts. But uh, I, I, f- I feel in my gut, you know, you know, before and during and after game one, that this will go to at least six and probably seven. Uh, we're definitely going to get five. Uh, and now they'll come back to Boston. First two games were out in we're out in Golden State, California. I don't know where I don't know where that where is that city? Where's Golden State exactly? Uh, they're out in San Francisco for the first two. And then uh what do we have? Game three Wednesday in Boston, game four Friday in Boston, which is cool. That'll be you know, it's nice to have there's no Saturday games. I don't I don't fully understand that. Like these games are like a Sunday, like Thursday is like, okay, that's not so bad. A Sunday would be fine, but they started so late. It's like, it's still, you know, I went to bed before that game was, I mean, that game was over before it was over, but which I was happy about because I did stay up Thursday to watch that one. And it was very, I was quite tired on Friday. Uh, I need my full night of sleep on Sunday. So at least game four is on a Friday. That's good. Game five is on a fucking Monday. I like, Really, you're gonna go back to? I just like you. You couldn't have just like okay, have game two Sunday and then have like game three on a Thursday and game four on a Saturday, and then have game five 
also on a Thursday. <laughs> game six, I, I don't know. Game seven will be on a Sunday. Game six, if there is one, will be on a Thursday. <coughs> and game five, which there will be, will be on a Monday. Like, yay, Monday. I don't know. I I like I missed the I missed last year when the season started late and it was going I, I feel like I feel like it was like well into July. Was it not last year? Wasn't it like way in, well into July, maybe even August? I don't even know. I don't even remember. Who who knows? Uh so yeah. Okay, that's enough. That's what's happening. Uh I feel like I had something very specific I wanted to talk about, which of course I've now forgotten, so that's okay. It's been 40 minutes already. Jesus Christ. Well, I hope everybody's, I hope you're having a good time, a good thing, a good whatever. And uh, that's it. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators.